G'day, I'm Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly. I'm Alice Zhao. And I'm Curtis Herbert. And this is Independence, a show where the last time that we talked about starting new projects, we lost a host. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that. Are you trying to kick me off right now? I think you're trying to something. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> a little while ago, a couple of years ago at this stage, I think, we had a topic called side projects and it was all about side projects and why you would have one and why you would leave one but I thought it was high time that we came back around to such a topic and talk about creating new projects and starting new projects and not necessarily because we're losing anybody I don't think anybody's planning on leaving at this stage I mean you did just start our entire pre-show conversation by showing me your desk again so (laughs) answers out on that one well, look, my desk is actually clean, so... Yeah, I, I will give you on-air credit. Your <laughs> desk is looking quite acceptable. I, I approve. Four stars. It's a miracle, people. It is a miracle. So I, I thought that we could have a chat about creating new projects and starting new projects. And because we all have projects that we work on, and I probably have more projects than the two of you combined somehow. Likely. But I, I think that starting new projects has a lot of benefits, even if you never actually release any of them or actually put any of them out into the world having new projects uh now and again can be a big benefit but what i think it doesn't necessarily matter because i have tons of projects so i want to ask the two of you why would you do such a thing why would you create new projects and start new projects when you've already got something that you're working on i think the answer to that is that i like shiny new things (laughs) materialistically no but like in terms of things to do, I like the shiny new things. You like squirrels. I, Squirrel. I remember the conversation that we had about trying to get you to have Gus plushies and uh, that didn't go down well. <laughs> yeah, I don't like like physical things, but the thought of doing something new and maybe it's because I've always, you know, in the past I've been bored with what I was doing. So, I've, so any chance to drop whatever was boring and be like, oh, let me just do that. I think that's what usually pushes me to do something new. <laughs> Boredom. <laughs> a good reason. Solid reason. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. See, so, yeah, I think for me, it's, uh, I really don't start many new projects. And truth be told, I've been pretty focused on slopes for the past couple of years, especially since I stopped doing client work, which is weird because uh, as we were thinking about this topic, getting ready for the show, like I realized that a lot of the stuff in my life I hop around like a madman between projects. Like I love video games, for example, and I love single player stories there because I can enjoy a really polished experience for a finite amount of time and then move on to the next one. It's rare that I find a video game that really hooks me for a long, long time, like Diablo 3 or something like that might do that. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like I like binging on something for two to three weeks and then I move on to the next thing. And I'm my brain really works like that. So it was weird when I was thinking about it that slopes is kind of the opposite of that, where this has been a project that's just kept my attention for so long and even I think in some ways prevented me from starting new projects because I'm just so focused on it because I think I'm getting a lot of what I want out of programming and this craft in everything out of that app. It's still opportunity to me. So it's still exciting. So to Alice's point, like it's not quite boredom yet. There is grunt work there that I sometimes want to escape, but it's not boredom. So for me, 
I think the few times I've considered starting new projects, and in this case, specifically talking about Xcode projects, although we could be talking about, you know, new podcasts or YouTube series or whatever it is, has been scratching an itch that I wish existed that didn't. So, for example, there's been a need uh, of mine for the past couple of years for an app that's just like a single page text editor. And all it does is open in a split second, like a matter of milliseconds, and remember the text that you last put in there and syncs to all your devices through iCloud. And that's all it does. It's a glorified sticky note, basically. And you can delete the text when you're done, but that's it. And I currently use Sublime Text for that because Sublime Text launches ridiculously fast. So I just have a tab in there I keep open and I just keep opening, except it doesn't work on iOS. So like that kind of itch for me, like just I need an app that does this. That gets me considering it, especially if they're a lot more bite-sized, not something I necessarily have to invest an extreme amount of effort, like slopes or something like that, but like a nice utility yeah. size thing. I mean, I'm I'm not necessarily talking about something the size of slopes when I talk about a project. Like, I mean, it could be. Sure. It could very well be. Like Slopes started that way. <laughs> yeah. It, and it starts out with just like, I want to scratch this itch, but it can turn into something much larger. At the end of the day, though, that's not necessarily how all projects have to go. And if you look at it in that way, not to say that you are, but if you look at it in the way of like, I have to put out everything that I create, you can sort of set yourself up for failure and set yourself up for a feeling of like being scared of starting new projects because suddenly they've got to be more than what they really need to be. Yeah, we talked about that in a previous episode. I don't think it's the one where we lost a host. It was much more recent than that, but we were talking about, I think, motivation or something like that. And talking about the idea that working on projects, I have a high bar of expectation before I invest any time into it because I look at the business angle of it. I look into, you know, what's the potential audience, the market here. And that holds me back from nurturing a lot of potential new projects that I eye. See, one of the things that I do in order to make it it so that I uh, don't look at projects that way is I will open up a new Xcode project just to try something out. And it doesn't necessarily have to go anywhere. I don't have to do it for anybody else. I have at the moment running on my computer uh, a tiny little Mac app project that I wrote that was sort of part of doing my own uh, like writing Mac app and an actual app kit Mac app, not a Catalyst one. And getting an understanding for that, but also just to scratch an itch that I had, which was uh, when I'm sitting at my desk, my back is turned towards the window, which is uh, also turned towards the street, which means that anybody that comes to visit our house can walk up behind me and it's terrifying if I'm sort of focused on something and next thing you know I hear a knock on the window or something it's, it is horrifying so I have a, I have a little Mac app that I wrote that basically checks a camera at the front of our house in order to give me a rear view mirror sort of a, a aspect to my desk that it makes it a lot easier for me to see when people are sneaking up on me. Does this happen often? <laughs> it does. It happens very often. Okay. Did England banish all their ninjas to your continent or something way back in the day? No, 
it's just like people like come up and they like want to deliver packages and stuff and I might be the only body person home and then the next thing you know I turn around there's just a person standing outside my <laughs> office. <laughs> Your house sounds terrifying. I mean, be glad I don't live anywhere near you because I would just stand outside your window at random times and just stand there until you <laughs> noticed me. I would find a way to make that very uncomfortable for you. I just have a messy desk is what I would do. I would have a messy desk. You wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> anyway, the point is that this is a little project that I just sort of created. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not useful to literally anybody else except for me. It, it doesn't even have an icon. It's literally just that page looking thing with the app, uh, the app symbol and i uh, it, it's just the thing that i i created it it doesn't need to be polished it doesn't need to be perfect it's just a, an app that i created to just try some things out and have a have a bit of a play but also scratch an itch that i had and watch your back and watch <laughs> and watch my back because <laughs> like i I, th- I think that that's one thing that uh is very is very useful is is be basically allowing yourself to create new projects to play with new things to play with some of the stuff we're in the midst of a new iOS update and sometimes it's useful to be able to create a new project just to try out some of the new stuff that's on iOS without having to necessarily find a way to shove it into the app that we've already got, that I've already got going. You know, not everything works with GIFRAPT and I don't Mm want to have to find a way to make that happen. Yeah, I think that starting a new Xcode project, again, specifically talking about code here, but it doesn't have to be about code, is a nice kind of sneaky gateway drug into starting new projects because you might be setting out to try and learn some new technology like dark mode or AR kit or yep. sign in with Apple or something that's not necessarily applicable to your main project. And then that can kind of go down a path that you might not have expected because you're just there to have fun with it. So you start playing around, exploring, and it's more creative. And I think a lot of people, that's why we got into tech. And that's even how some of our side hustles got started as indies. Yeah. It's just like you were working on this thing all day And there was some technology that came out that you couldn't justify bringing into that thing. And you wanted to learn around and play with that other exciting stuff and kind of get away from your day job. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be related to Xcode projects either. It could be just that you are creating something for the sake of creating something new. Like you could be writing or sketching or doing anything that sparks your creativity. And we've talked about this. uh, We talked about this a bit on the inspiration episode maybe where just creating stuff for the sake of creating stuff whether it be like illustrate like it doesn't have to be anything particularly extreme you could like sure design a new icon or illustrate a an illustration yep good <laughs> i'm good at talking today <laughs> <laughs> well now that we're in more of the design phase that's what i've literally been doing more of than anything else is drawing stuff in sketch, building our library. And sometimes I sometimes I work on illustrations to, you know, finish the language cards that I've been working on, but then it sparks other ideas that I for other um lessons that I'm like, "Oh, why don't I try this?" and then I end up building an entire lesson out of an idea, and that's that's the best is where this one small project helped me complete the other projects that I've been working on as well. But yeah, I I didn't realize how much I would enjoy making little illustrations. Like when we first started, we did it because we had to. Yeah. We didn't, we couldn't afford an illustrator. And now maybe we could afford an illustrator. And now I'm like, well, well, let me just finish some of these. (laughs) Uh, These, um, well, I call them clip art. They're not really clip art. 
they're they're cuter than Microsoft clip art. Yeah. Well, they're assets. They're yes, not. Yes. They're not clip art because yeah. you're creating them. Yeah. 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 And it's been really fun. I've been experimenting a little bit more on creating things that can be also printed out outside of the app realm. And when you see something printed out that like came from your mind, you drew it out and you see it in your your iPad or your your Mac and it looks good. But then when you print it out on nice paper, that is a totally different experience. Yeah. And I love it. I didn't realize I would love it that much, but I really, really love it every time because and Every time I'm getting like super excited now, <laughs> and I'll and I'll, so sometimes I'll order these prints, um, and I tend to order them. I send them out to other people, and occasionally I'll send them to myself. And I'm like, "Whoa, this looks so cool!" Every time it doesn't fail. Like to see your stuff in print, like it's it's powerful and it inspires you to do more. And I know this is not about inspiration anymore. <laughs> wrong wrong topic, but No, side projects like inspiring you. That's kind of the point. You're giving your brain yeah. an outlet to recharge, to be creative, to to feel that excitement. Yeah, exactly. And I I totally agree with you on the idea of a physical representation of something just getting you excited. So I kind of dismissed it until you mentioned that. But each year for WWDC, the last two years, I've made just little pins that I could hand out that are the Slopes logo in some creative form um, that I could hand out to people at WWDC. And I'll never forget each time I've gotten the shipment of those pins before WWDC, I'm just holding them in my hand and glowing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just this feeling of this is something that I created digitally and I'm used to that, you know, and even holding an app in my hand isn't necessarily amazing. But there is just something about holding that pin, that creative outlet, and you just have a physical representation of it that I was just, I don't know why I was beaming about it. And, you know, that's something that I, like I said, I kind of dismiss out of hand as not really a new project, but even little creative outlets like that within your main master project. So within mm-hmm. Slopes, I did this little marketing project and that ended up bringing me a lot of joy and a lot of excitement and it got my users pretty excited too. I think that's one of the great things about starting new projects is that we, a lot of the time as indies, and I want to say as developers, even though it doesn't necessarily apply to developers, but we do tend to think of when we're building an app, when we're building a pro, like a product like Slopes or GIFRAPT or Gus that lives in Xcode or whatever, we a lot of the time think of starting a new project as going into Xcode, hitting file, hitting new, hitting project, and then like going from there. But that doesn't necessarily always need to be what it is. It can be so many things. And starting a new project can be so beneficial because it takes you away from uh, like thinking about this big monolithic thing that you've been working on for five, six years, however long it's been you know, on, on your mind. But even if it is part of your big monolithic project, that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? I mean... You know, for example, I've been kind of having the itch to redesign the Slopes website, and that would be a new project, open up a new Photoshop document, start playing around with that. And that's a creative outlet. So these new projects don't necessarily have to be aside from kind of what you work about on your day to day. Although you can certainly, I think, find more opportunity if you branch out from the limitations of your current project. Well, one of the things that we have discussed recently, and I keep forgetting which episode it was, but it might have been in the Inspiration episode as well, but there's been so many episodes since we actually recorded that that I'm not 100% certain. 
But I think one of the things that I, cr- I enjoy about starting a new project uh, is deviating from what I work on all the time anyway. And, and I, it's not to say that doing something within the current, like within your thing, within your own existing realm, like creating a new website for slopes or creating pins for Gus or whatever. It's not to say that any of that is not creating a new project, but one of the things that I enjoy about creating a new project is doing things that are not part of GIF wrapped, that are not part of the standard stuff that I have, like that that sort of standard set of rules. Because we've talked about previously, like how when you are creating an app, when you're creating a product, you sort of need to... Focus. You need to you have need to have focus and you can't just create stuff willy-nilly. You've got to choose carefully the things that you are adding to adding to your projects and adding to your creations. And finding a project that I can work on that isn't necessarily gift wrapped can actually then turn around and lead back to gift wrapped. I know this is gonna be very this is very confusing because it's like <laughs> but it's it, it's this weird thing where I can have I could it, it, that sort of works in a similar way to what Alice was saying. I can create something that isn't intended to be for gift wrapped that then sort of sparks more inspiration. And I end up in like introducing something to gift wrapped as a new feature or a new sort of uh, approach to doing something. Sure. I feel like that's what I'm lacking often. Uh, Unless I start out specifically with, I'm going to make pins for slopes. I'm going to make a new website for slopes. Yeah, new project for slopes, yeah. Yes. If I want to get out of that slopes banner, I feel like I'd still want it to somehow lead back to it. Because the hard thing for me, as we've talked about in the past, as independence, you know, time is your most valuable asset. And sometimes I can over-optimize around that concept. Like these creative outlets that you're talking about here by starting new projects can, as we've talked about, recharge you. They can give you new avenues to explore your creativity. They can scratch new itches. And that ultimately recharges you and avoids burnout on your main project. But at least for me, I always struggle finding time for this kind of stuff. What is time? I don't know. (laughs) I used to know. And now I don't. It's the thing that you never have enough of. (laughs) It's about finding the time and it's about creating the time. Yes, making the time. That's, yeah. Because if you're left to your own devices, you you won't just basically find the time. Like, because you always will find reasons to come back to slopes. And I I always find reasons to come back to gift wrapped. When I spend time, when I spend too long on a different project and I like I, I, I find myself sort of getting drawn back to gift wrapped because I feel like I have to do something to it. Right. Like it's always like this, oh I gotta get this. I got this other thing that I gotta do. And the best thing that I can say is you like sometimes you need to ignore that. I'm not saying you need to ignore it all the time. Like clearly there is times when you have stuff that you gotta get done. And there are times where you you won't want to work and you like on on slopes you know and it's oftentimes it's those uh you know menial sort of maintenance tasks that you just sort of like nobody wants to do them nobody wants to have to like write the tests in order to check the uh the multi-threaded aspects of uh of the data storage and make sure that it's all working as it should be i mean that's an easy fix though you just don't write the tests (laughs) this is an accepted practice within our industry (laughs) (laughs) but like nobody wants to have to do that and sometimes it has to be done right it's just like sometimes you get to a point where that that stuff has to be done and you can't just you, you you gotta put everything else aside and focus on your main project 
But sometimes that voice in your head that says you really have this other thing that you should be working on, you should go back to slopes or you should go back to gift wrapped or you should go back to Gus because you know that's you that that's where all the money comes from there. So that for that like that should be your focus all of the time, every like no no nonstop. Just don't you know go to go back. Like, where are you going? You got to co- go back to that project. Sometimes that voice has to be just you just got to turn around until it just shut the heck up because <laughs> it can be good sometimes, but it oftentimes will tend to end up making you want to work more than you should be. Like, and, and it's not to say that like working on other projects isn't necessarily work. And I do some of my other projects during my general work day, but I just sometimes that voice has to be has to be ignored. It just it's something that you have to quiet in order to be able to work on other stuff and the reason behind it is that not everything that leads back to slopes is always going to have this giant sign you know neon flashing this goes back to slopes (laughs) sometimes it's going to be a thing where when you get part way down that path sometimes like you're just going to realize that holy crap like this this is something that i can make use of and it doesn't necessarily always work like that but there are occasions where it does yeah sometimes it's just you just need to finish something else and it's not that it goes back to whatever it is. You just have to complete something else and feel good about it. Like a video game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. New project. <laughs> but no, but it can be. I mean, I, I do want to at least talk about a little bit that the danger of the idea that new projects always has to be some form of work or some form of you creating something sometimes, and this is probably the wrong use of the word project, but sometimes I feel like starting a new project could be starting a new thing that you want to consume or something new that you want to enjoy. You know, a new project could be, you know, cooking meals every week, that week for dinner or something like that. You know, finding something else to do, I think is the key. And for me, at least a lot of times my side projects, quote unquote, you know, video games, you know, No Man's Sky just had a big update. So I'm going around checking out new planets, building bases on planets, finding some animals to try and ride. And they mostly don't object to my advances on trying to ride on top of their heads. Um, And it's a lot of fun. And it's in some ways a project because I'm, you know, try. it's a game with progression. So I'm working towards something, but it also has creative outlets for me. And so that's something that I think it's also important when you're thinking of side projects. Don't just think of it as something that you're trying to set out with the goal of necessarily creating something new. You're just trying to do something different. And the project is kind of the thing to give you structure around that. Yeah, sometimes I see running in that same concept. It's not, I'm not creating anything, but I'm certainly accomplishing something. And I wouldn't say I get a high from that, but I get, I feel good about you know, completing a certain number of miles and pushing myself to go forward. Yeah. I mean, it also is a great a great time for me to think about other things too and clear my mind. But um, I see running in a very similar way. Uh, I don't, that's probably because I don't play video games. <laughs> <laughs> but no, running is very much for me too. Like at one point it was a new project, quote unquote, for me over a decade ago. So yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And it's, some of the time I get my best thinking done. Yeah. I mean, I started because I had to. I found out I had high cholesterol and I was like, what? I can't eat what I want. New project. I'm going to start running. <laughs> <laughs> new project, new shoes. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> also, I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's not just about 
creating new things. And I, like I said at the beginning, it's not about having to feel like you've got to put stuff out there all the time. Starting a new project is not necessarily about creating things for other people or doing things for other people. And I think that's really what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, that's a better way to word it than I said. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a new Xcode project and it doesn't have to be a new sketch document. It can be running. It can be an illustration. It can be... Snowboarding. A, Highly recommended. I guess it could be a new gift collection. I have an app for that too, by the way. <laughs> you know, it could be that you want to learn a new language. It could be... yeah that you want to spend more time with the people around you. It could be anything. Like it doesn't, a project doesn't necessarily have to be a thing that you're creating in order to put it out into the world and say, here's the thing that I've created now, pay me money for it. (laughs) And I think a lot of the time we can sort of get caught up in that. And I certainly do where I feel Mm -hmm. like now I've created this thing, I have to do something with it. And looking at it in a different way, way and looking at it from the res- the respect of this is just for me this is this is my thing this is not anybody else's thing it's not going anywhere i'm not even going to tell people about it because th- this is for me wait i think at the same time when you're saying you don't have to necessarily create the project for other people which is really hitting on what i was trying to say earlier i think it's also good to highlight the like at least for me like when i think new project i identify myself by my trade So I'm a developer. I work on apps. I do some design work. And it's very easy to fall into the trapping of, okay, well, if I start a new project, it's going to be an Xcode project. But like you're saying, like you don't necessarily have to assume it's going to be in Xcode or digital or anything. And it's good to think outside of that because really what you need with some of these new projects is variety. You need a variety of things for your brain to latch onto, to enjoy, to think about. So you're not doing the same thing all the time. So you kind of have to divorce the concept of starting new projects from whatever realm you identify as. And I think to that point, the the point that you made earlier is also entirely relevant. A side project doesn't need to be a thing that you're that you would consider work it can be a video game like it can it can be something that you're consuming a new project could be a book that you want to read and it's not about having work all of the time and it's not about creating like having the most github projects or having you know creating assets that other people can use or anything like that like you it's all about creating stuff and having stuff that you can work with on that you can like that you can focus your mind on to give you an outlet that is different to what your main project is and also interesting and can feed back to you because I think part of creating a new project and part of the thing that I get out of creating new projects and starting new things is the thing that again Alice said earlier I'm just now wrapping up everything everybody else's statements squirrel sometimes creating a new project is just about like not boredom but like that that excitement of creating a new project Mm -hmm. or starting a new thing of like sometimes starting a new video game is fun because it's new and you get to explore and find new things and sometimes you need that and sometimes you need to drop the project that you're working on all the time just so that your brain can have the time to expand in ways that you uh, that you wouldn't have seen if all you did was focus on the thing that you're doing, and I know that having side projects and the our industry, like the the developer industry, does have a tendency to focus on like, oh, 
if you're a developer, you should also have like these side projects of code stuff that you work on that you put out into the world so that yeah. other people mm-hmm. can show us all your open source projects. It's not about that. And it's de- yeah. it's, it is most definitely not about that. It can be about that. If that's your jam, go for it. Like, do what you need to do. But it's about giving yourself the the space to expand creatively and to give yourself the space to grow uh, as as a developer and as a as a creator and as a an indie. You know, that seems like a wonderful place to wrap. It does seem like a wonderful <laughs> place to wrap because otherwise we're going downhill from there. Like, no, 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 that's a great place. That's inspiring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like there should be like music that builds up at the same time too. Yeah, okay. Put that okay. in the track. Well, if you would like to email us the music, you can do that. Just jump onto our website, independence.fm, or send an email to hello at independence.fm. And uh, you can you can get in touch with us. You can talk to us. If you would like to get in touch with us individually, though, you can do that on Twitter. And there, I am Jelly Bean Soup. I'm Eat a Duck I Must. And I am Parrots, the plural of the bird. Thank you all for listening. It has been a pleasure once again to talk to you. And we will talk to you again in two more weeks. And until then, goodbye.